Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. This podcast is hosted by Captivate FM. I'm a busy content creator, so it helps to have a quality group of professionals who know what they're doing and can make my life easier. Captivate FM staff always seem to go above and beyond. They never seem to surprise me with their quick responses and they always have the answer. That's what you need in a podcast host, especially if you're a solopreneur. Try Captivate FM today and find out why they're the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Get seven days free on me by clicking the link below. Today I'm speaking with Al Jones. We're going to talk about Al's journey from bad to excellent credit. Welcome, Al. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me this morning. Sure. Uh, We've been playing interview tag for a while, but I'm very glad that you're here today. (laughs) I really appreciate you. So, And again, go ahead. Again, thank you again for the opportunity. Yes, absolutely. It's my pleasure. So we're going to talk about money. You know, it's a big topic, but Tell me first about you. Well, again, I am Al Jones, and I'm a personal finance author and game developer. I'm a current resident and native of Phoenix, Arizona. After years of making poor financial decisions and thinking it was the norm, I decided to take action, make a change in my life, and document the process along the way. I'm here now to share with you about my journey from having bad credit around 600 or so FICO score to a perfect 850 FICO score. And I'm ready to talk. Let's go. Wow. So I was intrigued by that topic of finance because this show caters to solo moms, single divorce, widowed moms. Mm -hmm. And finance has often been a a problem. You know, money management and finance typically being, you know, one of those problems for Solo moms. So I'm really interested in that. Buying a house, getting a car, that kind of thing. Keeping your credit where it needs to be so you can cannot look like a loser. I'm sorry. I'm saying it because it's happened to me. <laughs> I can say it freely. So tell me, what bring you to this topic? How did you move? How did you start from one place? And what was that like? And ended up at 
the good place, the 850 credit score? Well, it, it really started when I was a, a young child and after my mother and father divorced, things took a turn for the worst financially in our home. And I think a lot of it may have to do with my mother trying to raise three children, you know, on her own, trying to you know, work in multiple jobs. And with that, she was working multiple jobs. And I think in her frustration, that got the best of her, if mm-hmm, you will. Mm-hmm. And she took out you know, the frustration, the anger. And so by just buying stuff, whether it's dresses, hats, purses, that will, you know, ease the pain. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually that stuff kind of catches up with you. Right. So what was happening was once it started catching up with her, the phone started ringing, bill collectors started calling saying, hey, you know, where's your mom? And back then, 70s or so, bill collectors, that whole industry was, it was like the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. They call you and they just scream at you regardless of your age. Mm-hmm. Scream at you, hey, you need to pay here, you need to pay this, you need to pay that. So most of the time, mom was away working the multiple jobs and I'm, for the most part, at home with oftentimes with my younger brother, fielding the phone calls that were coming in. And I was a young teenager, maybe 13, 14 or so, mm-hmm. picking up the phone and phone calls were coming so frequently, we didn't have voicemail, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at that time. So yeah. phone calls were coming in and I would answer the phone. They would start screaming, saying, where's your mom? She needs to pay. And I did not allow them to hear me cry Mm -hmm. while I was on the phone with them. After it was over, I would cry and try to figure out why are they being so mean to my mother? What's going on? What's going on? I would take all the information down. And then finally, after taking the information down, relaying it to my mother, I began honing my negotiation skills of repayment. Mom, the bill collector said you owe, say, $500. She says, well, I can't pay five, you know, 500. I can pay 250. Okay, so I take a note of that. Bill collector calls back the next day, most frequently, and it's like, okay, well, hi, Mr. Smith. Uh, this is Al Jones, you know, Mildred Jones's son, and I spoke with her when she got home from work, and granted, I'm a little, you know, young teenager, right, 13, right. 14 or so, doing all these negotiations. Well, Mr. Smith, I spoke with my mother when she returned home, and she can't pay that $500 that you were talking about, but she does have 250 and would that be okay? Pause, mm-hmm, pause, pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, well, make sure she pays, you know, the 250 by this date. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will make sure that she pays that $250 on, you know, whatever day. And after a while, you start getting good at it. Right, right. And, and the bill calls, you know, start lessening. You don't get as many, and they know that you are a responsible young man, mm-hmm. and you're relaying the information, you're willing to work with them, you're not totally disregarding the phone calls, and you're just dealing with it head on. So I got that skill, moved forward in life, left home, and after all that, I mean, I thought that that was the norm. Well, that's how it was supposed to be. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, hard time, you know, like good times. Yeah, show. yeah. You know, the, yes, things are supposed to be rough. So fast forward to the military, so on, I fell into the same trap. I was in the military, was away from home, you know, for the first time, you know, full time, and I started getting sad and lonely and just fell into the same trap, gambling, and, you know, had multiple, forced forward, multiple divorces and multiple losses of employment. 
unemployment, identity theft, and again, just fell into that same hole. Mm -hmm. And then finally, one day, I said to myself, "Self, this has got to stop." Now. <laughs> you know, this is this is insane. Yeah, go yeah. to places and you ask, "Well, okay, I I would like to buy this," and they run your credit report, and it's just insanely low. And they look at look at you like, "Yeah, sure, mm -hmm. okay." Unless you want to put down an insane amount for a deposit, just just go. Yeah, it's good, to, you know, because it's not going to happen. So that just got really old really fast. So I decided to take action and generate my credit reports and scores from each of the three separate credit bureaus, uh -huh. the main ones, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, generated my credit reports uh, and scores, looked at them, evaluated them. And this was all during watching multiple DVDs, listening to multiple CDs, reading multiple books. And in that process, there were multiple books and multiple resources that were out there. But the majority of the information that I found, it was filled with fluff. Uh -huh. Somebody wants you to watch you know, three or four DVDs on how to improve your credit. Somebody wants you to read 300 pages of a book to improve your credit. That, I thought, that was insane. You know, the, the Dave Ramseys and the others that were out there, they just build a bunch of stuff with a bunch, with a bunch of fluff. So I decided, after reading through all that stuff and listening to the DVDs, uh, watching the DVDs, listening to the CDs and reading off the fluffy books, I learned, at least for myself, that the content that I needed was about a chapter in length, about 100 books or so in length. So so I decided, all right, let me write a book so others don't have to go through the same path and gotcha. trying to figure out what's going on. Let me write a very condensed book under 100 pages or so and document the process along the way. So along the way, clean out my credit reports and scores, blah, blah, blah. 15 years later, I was able to finally achieve the 850 FICO score. And once I finally got to that point, it was very rewarding physically because you know you've accomplished something that you had wanted to do for years. You've broken the cycle mm -hmm. of poor financial decision making and knowing that it does not have to continue unless you want it to continue. Yes, so, yes. There I am. Wow, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I wanted to go back to the problem with the way we think sometimes, because it's all a mindset thing, that we have this brokenness because of divorce or we left raising children alone and we do two things one we had to stick our head in the sand and pretend the problems aren't there especially the, the money problems right because it's overwhelming right and the other thing we do we try to make up for the loss trying to buy our kids everything mm, they we right, think they right, need right, right, you know right. and so that's something i wanted to to touch on because it is a mindset problem that we develop and then years later we realize that it wasn't a good thing because now we've passed it on to our kids. Fortunately, you had the presence of mind to say, wait a minute now, something's not right. And you work through it. So I congratulate you for that. For breaking that cycle. So, Thank you. Okay, sure. So we covered the cycle of financial management. Thank you for that. And I wanted to ask you also, yeah, this one part. How did you feel when you were rejected for credit? What What does that feel like? What, how does that feel like? 
That feels like when you're, if you recall the first time that you were at a dance, okay, or the first time you found that special someone that you thought was just it, you approached that person and said, let's go back to the dance. Ask that person to dance and they looked at you like, no. That feeling of rejection, mm. that, Mm-mm. that is what it, that is what it feels like. Mm. In summary, if you could summarize it, that is it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good example, actually. Yeah, okay. thank you for that. All right. So what are some of the examples of harm, the harmful financial effect of, you know, having bad credit and these high risk credit activities that I talked about just now and, and others buying too much, buying what we can't afford, trying to keep up with other people. Well, keep it, try to keep up with the, jo- yeah. with the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that whole cycle, the social media, TV, it just kind of pushes excess, excess, mm-hmm, excess. Mm-hmm. You know, people trying to sell products, so I get that. However, if you are of mind and you you feel sad, you feel depressed, and they're playing off all that, and that, well, if I buy this new car, if I buy this, you know, these new rims for my wheels, for my, you know, car, then, or new dress, new hat, then suddenly... All my problems will go away. No, it's not. Right. Your problems aren't going away. If you buy this product, it's not going to magically, you know, turn your life turn your life around. It's to some degree, it's like for those that golf, you know, every so often, you know, a new golfing club comes out. And suddenly, if you buy this new club, you're going to hit another 15, 20 yards. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So, so you've got some issues yes. like that you've got to deal with. So the other thing is when you go to purchase a new product and they generate your credit report, you know, the whole rejection, you're going to pay higher interest rates mm-hmm. when you want to get a loan. And when you your credit is generated and it's low, then people kind of look at you, especially when you apply for a job, you may even get rejected mm-hmm. when you're impl- applying employment somewhere, especially if the job has to do with finances in some way, whether you're an accountant, you're a bookkeeper, an office clerk that deals with finance, a finance clerk or something like that, accounting clerk. If they say, oh, well, we're going to generate your your credit report and you're thinking, oh, gee, I haven't paid all my bills in months. Then they generate your credit report. It's like, okay, you think I'm going to trust you with my money if you can't control your own house? Yes. No. Yes. No. Uh, you may have a bunch of degrees, but if your money isn't right and you're dealing with money, is not going to happen here. I'm not going to take that risk. Right. And that's the other thing. It's pretty much, for the most part, it's, ri- it's risk. People are taking, evaluating how much they can tr- risk and trust. Yes. How much they can trust you to do a certain thing. Yes. They trust you to pay your bills on time. Well, if you have a record of not doing so, then uh, again, how can I trust you to do something for me? Yeah. Yes, that's true. And I mean, it may not necessarily be fair to judge somebody by their credit because you don't know their life, right? But the fact remains... But they need a a fast... Unfortunately, in this short attention span society, we don't have the time, don't make the time to go through the ideal scenario. Mm -hmm. Well, let me sit down and talk with... Everybody wants a new job. Everybody wants a job. Well, I don't have time. I don't want to make the time to go through this laundry list. I need something very fast to do a quick evaluation and weeding weed out 
who I want and who I don't want. And that is one of the easier ways yes, I to read out candidates. Yes, yes, I understand that. I, I was just pointing out the fact that, you know, it's the same with insurance. You you really can't mm-hmm. get good quality insurance if you have bad credit. You know, it's one of those things you got to pay attention to. But I want to get back to the mindset because we, we talk about that a lot affecting our decision and nowhere is the wrong mindset more dangerous and devastating than in how we manage financing, right? So it seems. Yeah. So it seems. <laughs> so, so tell me, what resources are available to help one take control of their finances? Two, one is you can obviously purchase my book, which is on Amazon. And what's and, the title? Okay, the title is My Journey from Bad to Excellent Credit. Okay. And it's available on Amazon as a paperback. It's available on Amazon, uh, Kindle, as well as an audiobook. Oh, cool. So okay. You can, you can, and here's a copy of the book. There you go. All uh, right. So I, so I do that little plug. So again, <laughs> my journey from bad to excellent, excellent credit. Uh-huh. It's a short read, under a hundred pages. And in the book, I talk about my journey from my childhood to moving up to uh, 848, about 846, 848 or so uh, is what the score was when the book was published. And after the book was published a few years or so later, then I was able to achieve the 850. So in the book, I talk about my journey and you will find in the book, I have sectioned off parts of the book to where after you read it, it's like a workbook to where you can take notes of what you read and that way you can share the content with others. Yeah. Just kind of pass it along. Right. So that's one of the ways. The main thing you can do mm-hmm. is to purchase the book. The other thing is you can go to each of the three separate credit bureaus, Equifax, dot com, Experian.com, and TransUnion.com. Go to each of those three separate credit bureaus and order your credit report and score from each of the three separates. You're going to run into a situation where you'll likely see some sort of advertisement on the site where it says get three and one or you know two for the price. Don't do that because what you need to do is you need to order them from each of them separately because once you order your credit report, and score, you're going to get a confirmation number of confirmation tracks transaction number of some sort. That comes in handy when you need to dispute what is on that. So let's say you order your all three, you did the bought into the three and one mm-hmm. from Experian, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, but you bought them all from Experian. Well, if you need to dispute something from TransUnion, TransUnion is going to ask you for a confirmation gotcha. confirmation number. Yeah. So if you order them from Experian mm-hmm. and you're talking to, to TransUnion, they're going to say, well, that's not in our numerical sequence. You're going to have to buy one from us. So then you wasted money right. and you've got to go back and order from them separately. Right. So order from each of them separately. Most of them, from my understanding, you can order online, download a PDF copy of it, review it, and then dispute everything online. Look at the address, make sure the address is correct. The addresses aren't correct. Even in the slightest, contact them, say, hey, this is not my correct address. Clean that up. Remove that. So once you finally get through cleaning all that up, then what you can do is do what they call a credit freeze mm-hmm. And that will put prevent help prevent other you know bad actors, if you will, from tapping in and generating new credit. So don't do the freeze until you get, make sure that everything is nice and clean, mm-hmm. nice and clear. So what I did is along the way, documenting, generating my credit reports and scores. I do a cleanup. 
and then I would generate another one, see how it is advanced. And sometimes you will find that, especially if bills have gone to collections, sometimes companies, collection agencies, they will buy the paper per se, they will buy the debt. Mm-hmm. So let's say if your account number was 893 and then it was purchased by another company, it may be 893-2 kind of thing. So look for those similarities when you're doing your credit report and don't be surprised if the debt was purchased by somebody else. So there's all kinds of things that are they're out there but the big thing is a purchase a credit that will help purchase my book that will kind of get you into the mindset of what you need to do mm-hmm. then again generate your credit reports and scores from each of the three separate credit bureaus and hey if you want to contact me i'll be more than willing to provide some additional guidance okay oh, great thank you and we'll put the name of the book and your contact in the okay. show notes so people could get in touch with you if they want to yeah sounds good thank you al what's al grateful for today I am grateful to be able to say that on December 30th, I will be retiring at the young age of 55. So I turned 55 on December 29th. Happy birthday. Upcoming birthday to me. Happy birthday. Yeah. So I am a desktop computer, hardware and software service and support technician for the government. And again, I'm able to retire on the day after my birthday. And I am more than excited. So that is what I am truly grateful for. Awesome. That's, That's absolutely awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for coming and talking to us about money. I'm going to ask you for this because I always ask, give me one piece of advice for a single mom, and you're probably familiar with this, who is going through financial difficulty right now, other than what you've shared before. Big thing I would like to share is that you are not alone in this process. Amen. That's that's, that's it. You're not alone, and I'm here to help you out. Okay. Thank you very much, Al Jones, for coming and speaking with us today. My pleasure. Solomon's Talk was designed to curate the stories of Solomon's globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at or by calling 
plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer don't parent in silence so take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire